Life, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about Inception. Inception. <laughs> Inception. Chris Nolan's uh, Inception. That's right. Dreams yeah. and... Do you like this movie? <laughs> I can't uh, even, I can't resist, uh, I can't even wait. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, interested you asked. So I did like this movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently watched Tenant, and I think that movie ruins this movie for me. Oh, I haven't seen Tenant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I refused bother. to after everyone was so mad about it. I was really looking forward to it, and I was like, oh, this should be great. And then, yeah, everyone was so pissed. I was like, well, I'm not going to make myself mad for two hours. Yeah, it's it, it's it, the, the reason that it kind of rule, uh, ruins um, Inception to me was it, it's like kind of once you see how Chris Nolan makes the sausage, it's uh, very clear what's going on and mm-hmm. how something that you thought was interesting before is just kind of a slog now, you know? I see what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, we could get into that a, a little yeah. bit more. Uh, I guess like for those of those of you who haven't seen it, um, it's a complicated movie. I was going like, to say, are you going to make a crack like, at this? <laughs> the plot's pretty straightforward. Like it's basically like Leonardo DiCaprio is a dream thief. He goes into your dreams and steals things from you. And uh, he gets caught. Um, trying to break into this one guy's brain. Uh, uh, who is it? Uh, anyway, uh, Sado, I think it is. <laughs> anyway, it's written down somewhere. And like then is told that they're going to incept this other guy. So this 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 guy, uh, uh, Killian Murphy, whose father has died, owns this big company, and they're like, we need to implant the idea in his brain that he needs to break up these companies. So they drug him on a flight enter his dreams and create this whole like dream within a dream within a dream thing where time all changes at different times. <laughs> Basically just to like, it's like, but it's a mind heist, right? Like they're just yeah. trying to get to his brain to like. Yeah. Mind to, heist is the perfect way to yeah. describe this movie. And, uh, and oh, and all through that there's Mal who is Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, wife. I was going to be like ex-wife. Mm-hmm. She's dead. Um, and we learned throughout the movie that he is, largely responsible for her dying uh, mm-hmm. because she got stuck in a dream kind of thing. And anyway, they're trying to go through and they're trying to implant this thing in his head so that he breaks up the company. And the dream basically tries to defend itself because it realizes that people are there that aren't supposed to. And then at the end, they kind of pull it off and Leonardo DiCaprio gets to go see his kids because he was exiled from the country for killing his wife. And... <laughs> And uh, and then there's like this brief moment at the end where you're like, is it real or is it still? A yeah, uh, I think I this movie's like, like trying. Okay, there's definitely this like depth that they're trying to achieve with this movie, and I think in some areas they do achieve it. Like there's moments where I'm like, okay, like I like like I like where we're going with this. I kind of enjoy this, but the second you start looking at this movie too intensely, everything starts falling apart, and you're like, okay, so you just kind of have to put those blinders on a bit when you're watching. I still enjoy watching it. I still like it as yeah. a movie, but you gotta, you just gotta eat your popcorn, you know, <laughs> like don't. Well, yeah. And I think that's the, that's the, to, to kind of get back to this for a second there, you're absolutely right. There are points of this movie that I absolutely love the the hallway scene with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, where he's, like, yeah. Uh, uh, a brilliant practical effects. Like that is a triumph of practical special effects, right? Cause they built that hallway and they actually turned it. So he's actually running in a circle and the, the mm-hmm. gravity is actually shifting. It, that's super cool. There's, I like the idea of like time 
being kind of different on one level than the other. And like, so things are happening simultaneously, but what drives me crazy and having watched tenant <laughs> and going back to watch this made me realize it's like a lot of this movie is just setting up rules. And, uh, it's once you realize that that's what's happening, where it's just entire scenes of just explaining how the rest of the movie is going to work. It becomes a bit of a slog. Hmm. Yeah, that checks out. I, yeah, could, like, I, could, I could support that idea. Like, that's the entire purpose of Elliot Page's character in this. Yeah. <laughs> right oh, truly. That. that and just to be right the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just, why they're there. Just watch watch them be right the whole movie. <laughs> uh, more intuitive, picks up on with the problems, knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> no other character traits other than that. Yeah. <laughs> no other reason to be there. No yeah. backstory other than, hey, you're fucking wrong here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you're wrong. And so we should obviously discuss villains. Uh, so what do, what are you pegging as, as villains slash villains in this? Uh... Well, so, so the villain I pegged, I think, because I think it's the off, obvious one, is, is kind of the Mark, Killian Murphy's character. Uh, where it's like they're going into his brain and his brain is trying to stop them from breaking into his brain. And they're like, I can't believe he's making it so hard on us. It's like, it's his fucking brain. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's on that they set up this, this guy, like this court, Oh, this, this corporation, he's bigger than everything, but the corporation that's against him can buy an airline at the drop of a hat. I was like, Bitch, you have too much money, though. He's like, this guy, this guy controls everything. And I'm like, no, I actually think it might be you, sir. (laughs) And just because he's your competition, you're trying to take this as an opportune moment. When this man's dad dies, let's get him when he's most vulnerable. (laughs) We're going to mind heist him. (laughs) For not mind, I guess they're not stealing anything. They're leaving something. Okay, they're trying to leave this idea. They're upper deckery. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I don't know why I just pictured it. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so, so these guys, like, this guy, to me, I'm like, yeah, very clearly. Like I I don't think he's a villain, he's the enemy, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, he's to me he doesn't truly do anything villainous <laughs> at any point. I also would like to say that I believe very much in this movie, uh the villain is the mind in in many okay. aspects or like the what what the mind unleashes okay the subconscious and all the, the subconscious rest, yeah. all this uh, th- this type of thing that's kind of you know their their actual vi- like who they're physically fighting is the mind um but i think man i think the guy that's orchestrating all this is the real villain for sure <laughs> oh uh what leo or no, Sato. Can't oh, Leo. Leo is a villain, and we will get into absolutely why he's a villain. Um, but as far as like arguing for the people that the our our supposed heroes are opposed to, so easy. This is a slam dunk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, this guy, <laughs> his dad just died. Okay, you enter. You you sedate him. You enter into his mind. You put his own 
psychology at risk and everyone else is on this mission and you did not tell them. Okay. There's a lot of things where he does not. Oh consent. yeah. That's a, informed that's, consent is, uh, is a thing. So issue. important, especially <laughs> when you're talking about whether you could die or not. Right. Um, <laughs> and honestly, there are parts of this movie where they're like, Oh yeah. Like you could just get stuck down there in someone else's subconscious for what would seem to you as like, could be decades Dude, put a bullet in my head. No way. That's worse than death. I'm sorry. It, to me, not a chance. Not a chance I'm hanging out there, okay? Because I know myself, and I know I'm not going to make it a week. I need to yeah. talk to people, okay? I need. I can't be by myself. That's insane. With, with my own thoughts? Oh. What, what horrible company that would be. No, um, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, and like especially if you daydream? I don't think so. Especially <laughs> if you're going into this being like, if I stub my toe, I get that falling feeling, and I wake up from it. Like, that is... Like I would sign up for that in a minute. I get to go play in a dream, and like if mm-hmm. I if I fall or like hurt myself, I just pop out of it and like wake up. Fine for it to go from like that to your brain will turn to mush in a <laughs> in a fucking eternity of torture in your subconscious. That's something you need to tell everybody. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and not just Leo, right? Not Leonardo DiCaprio, but the the pharmacist, the the chemist, the guy who formulates all this stuff. he's part of the team. He should have told everybody like, that's what being this sedated does to you. Yeah. I think that's like part of a pharmacist, right? Like when you're handing me something over the counter, you go, okay, you eat, you, you have one of these, make sure you eat first. Like there's, there's rules and regulations. Okay. Even if you've had that medication before, this is like my 10th refill. Mm -hmm. You're like, Bitch, like, I know. With it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I legally have to tell you this right now. Yes. Okay. Like there should have been, yeah, like a legally I have to tell you because I'm injecting this into your body. <laughs> no big deal. By the way, slight chance of side effects where you go absolutely crazy and get lost in someone else's dream. But you, you knew that mm-hmm. already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, if we're making the argument that Maul, or which is that a common name? I I kept I kept tripping over it every time I try and say it. You want to say Mal, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Maul. 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 Anyway, Maul, um, I think if you were going from the perspective that um, the 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 real villain is like uh, Leo's own mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. His his unresolved feelings towards his wife and uh, yeah. the danger that he put her in, and she's she ends up being this kind of like agent of like disruption and chaos. Like she just shows up and fucks things up sometimes, but it's all because it's him. It, right? Yeah, it's him fucking himself up. I can't believe there there's there's one scene that really jumps out to me where I'm like, oh, you are so far beyond wrong in this moment is when um, they first go into the, um, I believe it's the first layer of the dream. Okay, we're in the first level. And they realize that this guy has been prepped. Like, he knows, he he is like a, like a mind training, okay, yeah, to kind of... Defense space, self-defense. Defense. Yeah. Again, don't think about it too much, okay? Don't think about it too much, but this guy has defense in his mind. Okay. A train... <laughs> Rolls through the scene, okay, which is 1,000% the fault of uh, Leo's character, okay, Uh, Cobb, all right, Cobb, this is Cobb's fault, all right, 
But it's not, it is not his fault that there are people here, like that, that there are defenses here. He didn't know about that part, but he does plow a train through the scene, which arguably is as disruptive. <laughs> arguably. Yeah, so, and we find out later why that train is significant, because that's how they killed themselves to get out of limbo the, the first yeah. time. Yeah, when they were together. So he keeps, and then we go back and he starts screaming. And my boy love it, okay, screaming at him, being like, you didn't do the research, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? What the fuck is wrong with you, sir? <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm sorry, he made a mistake. You know about this, okay? You are fully aware of what's going on. You're leading these people into an ambush of your own mind, yeah. okay? Well, and it's ignorance uh, versus denial is basically what it is. It's like, I didn't know something and had no way to know that I didn't know it. Is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's sin, right? Yeah, I missed something. And his is like, there's something I'm hiding from the rest of the team. And if it gets out, we're all dead. Like, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> My God, yeah. He just goes, just guns up, just so mad. I can't even believe that scene. Like 90%, I would, no, 99% of the fuck ups in all of these scenes are Leonardo DiCaprio's fault, are Cobb's fault, okay? He is absolutely, he's in charge of the mission. He hides things from people. He's like, I, uh, you, you need to tell people you're convinced you killed your own wife. <laughs> it's very important to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, especially when you're doing a life or death mission into someone's subconscious. Maybe, you know. Yeah, I was so intrigued by the concept that, um, oh, what is Elliot Page's uh, character's name? I, it doesn't matter. Um, Elliot Page, the only person that's right in this film <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Okay, there's this concept of like, oh, um, you'll just get a taste of this, of pure creation, and you'll be back. Mm, okay. I do not have that. <laughs> I do not have that. <laughs> what do you mean? It. Like, what do you. At no point would I like to be stuck in my own head, in my own uh, subconscious, okay. in, this, in this area. I've. The the dreams that I have had has discouraged me to want to seek more. Let's say that. <laughs> Let's just say that, all right? I'm a Fair night enough. terror. I used to get night terrors all the time. I don't think I've ever actually had, like, a pleasant dream that's never happened to me. When people, like, when I was a kid and people would be like, oh, yeah, like, I could fly in my dream or I was a superhero or this happened. I was like, oh, no, like, I... My whole family died <laughs> like, yeah. or like whatever. Like, I don't know if it was just like some product of anxiety or what it is, but like, I do not have nice dreams at no point. Even if I had a large portion of control, would I want to be in there? <laughs> well, and this is, this is a little off topic, but like speaking of dreams, I had an ex, uh, who was like big into dreams, right? And would be like, uh, every, meeting every, and, yeah. every morning she'd like get up and just tell me long stories about the dream she had. And I was like, this is, this comes across as such a dick thing to say, but like, I, don't <laughs> care. I do not care. I do not care about your dreams. Like and you're, you're I, not I get, with this person anymore, Craig? No, Are you saying uh, <laughs> I de- and I, I tried doing this as a bit in like uh, the hot box, uh, which is like a weed the room. Worst, no, just, but that's the worst place to pitch that bit. Exactly, I feel like. and it was it really. I, I realized that immediately. You oh. can't get up there and be like, "I don't care about my girlfriend's dreams," and I don't mean hopes or aspirations. I specifically mean the random neurons no. firing in her head that didn't happen. But anyway, 
and she was always really upset with me because I never had dreams or never like, obviously I dreamt, but I never remembered them, which is a thing people have if you, cause like they say you only remember a dream if you wake up during it. Yeah. Right. Otherwise that makes sense. Well, yeah, it's just lost. Yeah. But I will say, uh, the few dreams I have had Mm. that I very much remember, uh, one that sticks to me, uh, well, two, one, I don't remember anything about the dream. I just remember that I woke up with the worst feeling of dread that I'd ever felt in my entire life. Uh, like, and it was just it so deep. I, I can't describe how deep it was, but it was deeply disturbing that I just woke up with this emotion. <laughs> and the second Sorry. one that I remember is, uh, and this gets intense, was mm. uh, I, I had a dream that I was falsely accused of murder, mm-hmm. wrongfully convicted and sent to death row, mm-hmm. And they strapped me down to the lethal injection chair Mm -hmm. and got half the injection into me before they realized that I was innocent. And they let me go, but because they'd already put in half, they were like, there's nothing we can do. You only have 24 hours to live, and then you're going to die. And the rest of my dream was saying goodbye to all my friends and family. Yeah, and that, I woke up and out. was like, that is fucked. <laughs> I do not like this at all. <laughs> oh my God, Craig. Could not be more bored when you told me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, man. Yeah, if you're like, I don't care about your dreams. I don't care. (laughs) No, I think the worst one I ever had, I had a, I've had a lot of bad ones. Like I've had ones where like I'm not myself, like I'm a, I'm like a 40 year old man that's a serial killer or like whatever, like a black and white dream. I have very odd, they're all different and they're, it's all a rich tapestry of bullshit. But I think the worst one I ever had was, um, and this, I'm sure this is a thing that has, ha- this happens to other people, but it's not very frequent where you have a dream where you're convinced a huge amount of time has passed. Yeah. And I had a dream where I woke up, I thought three years had passed, I had fallen in love with somebody, that man had died, and at the end of the dream, I was at his, I was standing over his grave with his best friend, neither of which are people that even exist in my life, I don't even know, you know what I mean, they were just like, pulled out of nowhere from Lord knows what. And I woke up like, literally heartbroken for a person that does not exist. For a person that does not exist. And it took me a full week to understand like what time period I was in, what I was living, what my actual life is like. Like it was fucked. <laughs> you, that's kind of inception though. Like that's like yeah. time passed differently. <laughs> every, and, like it, like honestly, every time life, like, <laughs> I watch this movie, it trips me out. Cause I'm like, oh God, if that ever happens to me again, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> Cause I had I, a dream. I think the yeah, most like, I've ever had is a day. Like I woke, I went to bed on Tuesday mm. night remember getting up going to school and then woke up thinking it was Thursday but like yeah I had a dream where I thought I was losing my mind because I knew I was in a dream and I kept screaming wake up I know I'm in a dream I know this is wrong and then I would wake up in my bed and then I would pick up on what thing was wrong in my apartment to know I was still dreaming and that happened about 15 times in a row and then I finally did wake up and for a full let's say 24 hours I was not convinced I was awake so I just okay. like walked around and looked for things that were off. I was like, is this off? Is that the color it's supposed to be? Like, that's, that's legitimately <laughs> super fucked. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
That's that's terrifying. It was terrifying. It was very, it was, yeah, it was really fucked up. <laughs> like the, the premise of this is like, you never know if you're in a, maybe mm. you're in a dream or whatever. Like that, that that's actually happened to you. Is yes. That, that makes yes. 1000%. I have that not made this, this up. Movie, uh, way more as somebody who doesn't dream, I guess I was just like, mm. yeah, okay. There's rules to dreams that like, that's fine. But like for that to actually happen, Jesus. Well, Cause it always reminds me of, cause the first, the, well, that was the only time that's ever happened to me. I've never that's had still, that happen yes. again. But I always thought, like, you know that, like, trope on, like, uh, like sitcoms where somebody wakes up and they're in their own bed, but they're still in the dream? And I'm like, yeah. that do- every time I watched that, I was like, that doesn't happen. That's bullshit, right? And then it happened to me 15 times in a row in the same dream, and I was like, eh, well, I kind of buy into it now. <laughs> <laughs> I All think right. this is All a right. thing. That's fair. Um, they, uh, getting back to the movie, they do, re- they do use one thing in this that really pisses me off where they, it's this trope and I've called it out before where they, the whole justification for being able to go into the dreams and do all kinds of crazy shit is they say you don't use your whole brain when you're awake, but when you're asleep, you do like, you know, that like we only use a third of our brain or whatever. Do they like, say what, that? They do say that. Oh, this. I didn't catch that line. I didn't yeah. catch that. <laughs> Drove me crazy. It was just like. Your dreams can do weird shit. Like you don't need to be like we only use a portion of our brain. We use. I didn't catch brain. that. I only caught we the part where they're like your thought process is sped up when you're sleeping, and I was like, well, I can I can buy into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign me up. Yes, that makes sense because I did dream that I lived three years, so I do yeah. believe this as a concept. <laughs> yeah, of course. And passages and like a lot of the stuff they say about dreams is legit. Like you never remember how you got there. You're just there. Oh, yeah. 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 Of course. And like things seem familiar but aren't and like yeah of course but like again that being said the whole first half of this movie is just setting up rules that they're gonna like use later and it's uh, i mean cool cinematic rules <laughs> they're, they're cool rules but like yeah it's it's tough i don't know it's, it's you like tenant has just put you off the pudding there you just <laughs> i can sorry. i know you guys can't see craig's face but every other sentence he's just kind of cringing a little like i don't know i don't know <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, to defend... Okay, so anybody that's, like, attacking these people, is this guy's mind? I think we got to give that a fair enough. (laughs) Absolutely. You guys are a virus. You're a virus in this man's mind, okay? You're trying to... And they literally say, like, you infect with an idea. Yes. And they say it's like a virus. It is... Exactly like a virus. Yeah, and I I understand that we're supposed to get onto this narrative of like, oh, this guy's like this super rich has this, you know, like kind of like this Amazon almost of like this guy's taken over all the businesses. He's going to run us out of business. This narrative would work a lot better for me if the guy opposed to him wasn't the guy that can buy an airline at the drop of a hat. Um, Just shows up wherever. Um, Like, you know what I mean? Traveling all the time. He literally, okay. You have, we have, this is like fact. Okay. If a man, okay. Or if a person can wipe out a murder charge with one phone call, that's not a good person. That's not a good person. That's not a person that is like operating morally consistently, I think. I'm going to make that argument. You're right. The second that you look at the justification for why they're allowed to go into this high's brain, it's it falls apart immediately. We're like, well, I'm a big businessman and big businessmen are mean, so let's 
be helping the other big businessman. Like it's, yeah, it's basically just like the company's too big and we don't like that. It's, it's, it's a crazy reason to violate his bodily autonomy. Oh yeah. Like I truly, the, the whole concept because the the surprising thing to me was that you needed a narrative that was like, oh, this guy's running away from the law because he's under murder charges or whatever. I don't think you need a murder charge. <laughs> Nobody should be entering anybody's brain. This is one thousand percent illegal. Um, yep. <laughs> maybe maybe that should be the maybe that should be why they're running away. Well, and 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 the thing with Leo Leonardo DiCaprio, a cob or whatever his name is, corn corn cob. Uh, corn he's, cob. Yeah. He's supposedly falsely accused of his wife's murder, right? Mm-hmm. And then as the movie goes on, we find out that she has killed herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has had psychiatrist um declare her sane and framed him for the the suicide because he has incepted the idea in her head that she is in the wrong reality and Mm -hmm. the only way to get out is to kill herself i think that might be murder The, okay, <laughs> the, at, at least manslaughter, but like I don't think you get a wrongfully convicted. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you get a falsely accused narrative out of that. Yeah. The okay, I I struggle with that plot line as well, but because there were easier ways to get this done. Okay, you just know that you need to die in this place to go back to reality. Your your wife has kind of gone down this rabbit hole. She's too involved in the world you guys have built or what have you. Um, you want to escape. You want to get out. She's convinced, no, no. You think your only option here is to plant an idea in this person's brain, but the whole rest of the movie, if anybody's in trouble, you can just shoot them in the face. Am I wrong here? <laughs> I don't know if that's a weird thing to pitch, but I'm like, there's an easier way to get out than like psychologically like fucking with this woman. Yeah, I don't know if it had like if there was something where they had to consciously accept that, where like it had to be you. I I forget because how Elliot Page throws themselves off a building. Mm-hmm. How does Leo, Leo no, and Ken Watanabe, they get, what happened? Do they kill each other? Uh, what? So How do they get like, out? I forget. Like, well, no, but I'm, I'm really basing this off of the first scene we see. Because you see Joseph Gordon-Levitt get shot in the foot, and then Leo's character is to put him out of his pain. Boom. Shot in the face. Yeah, yeah but that was when they good. were less deep. That was when they were less deep, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all like, that's the thing is like the rules don't really make sense. As soon as you start oh, thinking about them I, a little bit, <laughs> the right? more like, notes I made, the more I'm like, am I dumb? Is this, am, do I not have, like, am I missing? Like, like I kept questioning myself. I'm like, is this, is this a plot hole? Or is, is this a problem or am I a problem? Am I having a problem am I understanding this? this yes, yes, yes. Am I trying to dig too deep into these rules and then immediately getting confused? Or 
I don't know. It's a, it's, sometimes it's a hard world to buy into, I guess. That's it. That's it, exactly. And, like, I, I don't know. I remember when this came out, people were like, did you understand it? It was so confusing. I was like, yeah, of course I understood it. Like, they, they're not, like, mm-hmm. being, being, like, intentionally obtuse. They're just introducing some complex ideas of time moving at different things and going into people's dreams but like they weren't confusing about it and in fact my criticism of it now is that they over explain a lot of stuff right but like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you i don't know if you had that where people were like i don't i don't get what was going on at all i don't know i had it's like the matrix people like blown by the matrix i was like what are you talking about how easy movie to follow dare you speak ill of the matrix I well, no, pe- <laughs> no, people were just saying, like, it's a hard movie to follow, and oh, I didn't know what was going no, on. it's not I was a like, hard movie to follow. The second one, yes. The first one, not at all. No, uh, no, no, no. Straightforward concept, but a great concept, and one yeah, I really great, enjoyed. Great, great. Um, Inception, no, I, I found more people were like, they were ex- like, oh, did you get it? Because I got it. And it was like, all right, good for that's, you. That's Here's your hat. Side. Like, I don't give it, a fuck. It's very much the Rick and Morty problem where they're like, yeah. uh, smart people get Rick and Morty and I get smart. I get Rick and Morty. Therefore, I'm a smart person. <laughs> you must not get it. The people who write it are smart and write it in a way that people get the smart stuff like you realize that's the side that it's on right like, yeah it's like it's it's the best way to write a joke is if you can hit like all three layers at the same time and then it becomes for everyone but the I, skill is on the telling not the getting side like yeah just, just did get you get that <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts i don't understand that at all um yeah for me it was the the big question after the theater go was uh, oh do you do you think he's still in the dream <laughs> do you sure. think he's still in the dream and that's Which, left uh, to you our know, own that's an intentional choice to leave well yeah because he doesn't spin the top properly past i think the first one or second second role and we learn. so you so then you're you if you rewatch the movie then you're you're then leaving yourself questioning did any of this happen did right. the entire mission happen because as soon as you were put in uh that like extra strong sedated state like i don't know 20 minutes off the top of this movie you came into the bathroom to spin that top you got interrupted and then you never spun it again yeah and and the kids are the same age that he keeps envisioning and do you know what i wrote down because <laughs> i was like this is the thing that makes it a dream for me i was like there's no fucking way that dad was picking that guy up at the airport <laughs> There's no way you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have scheduled it. Okay. You don't know if you're even getting past security, man. You're not getting somebody to come pick you up at the airport. This is in your mind. Okay. This is the fantasy. That's true. The other, the other big thing uh, that should be pointed out is they make a very strong point of uh, saying that nobody else can touch your totem. Like you have to know the the feel of it and all the rest. Mm -hmm. And then later they show that that wasn't Leo's, totem yeah that was Mal's. Mm-hmm. so the whole time he's got something that somebody else had had before which like i don't know these are all like questions of the uh of the show you know it's it is what it is <laughs> it's what it is i was trying to think of what mine would be i'm like what would i carry around with me that would be my distinct thing and i can't Maybe like a 20-sided die? You know what I mean? A little oh, D&D like a D action? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. I think maybe like a pen for me. Like 
I always pick up pens. I don't know if you've noticed this since we started recording remotely, but like yeah. I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just like, pen, pick up, move. Like, oh yeah. Like I have to move things away from me. Cause you'll just hear clicking in the background. If I don't stop myself, <laughs> I'm yeah, a very fidgety person. I can't oh, resist like a Rubik's cube here. A Rubik's cube would probably be good, but it's a little big to carry around. Um, yeah. You need some pocket size. Yeah. Um, if we can, I just want to quickly jump back into, uh, you mentioned that the, they say in the movie uh, that how ideas are um, viruses. Yeah. Right? And all these people in the brain are uh, basically the brain's defense, knowing that mm-hmm. something's like gone in. And that reminds me a lot of, um, and forgive me if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but there is this amazing theory of comedy that I absolutely love. And it's developed by a computer programmer and an evolutionary biologist. Okay. Um, Because the big problem with sense of humor anyway is why do we have it at all, right? Like what purpose does it serve? Why would you laugh and all the rest? And the whole idea is is that as people, as a species that like uh, communicates with language, Mm -hmm. we are in the unique position where I can implant false information in your head by telling you. Okay. Yeah. So if I can be like the mushroom patch is over there, yeah, and I just lied to you. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now now you believe that the mushroom patch is there, and that's that's bad information, right? Yep. Um. So our brains had to come up with a way to sort out bad information, and they do that by like debugging it by comparing it to things that you know, right? So it's like mushroom patch is over there, but I know that there's nothing over there. It's a desert. Therefore, this person is lying to me. And the reward you get for doing that work is laughter or joy. So like, just like things taste sweet because, Uh because like going to get food is a task that requires energy and effort, but you're rewarded by the fact that like a berry tastes sweet. Right. Or like having sex and reproducing takes a lot Mm -hmm. of energy and is detrimental to your body, but it feels good. So you, so there's a motivation to do it and debugging your brain and purging all this bad information that you've been fed is a really energy intensive task. And the reward you get for doing it is, aha. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so like, I, I just like that whole ideas are viruses. Things just strike mm-hmm. me as, as so very true because like basically as comedians, yeah, we deal with this all the time, but like the idea that a sense of humor is a mental defense mechanism against bad information just it it lights me up i love thinking about it so much i had heard something kind of similar no again disclaimer okay not a science person okay this is (laughs) the next i don't know minute of me talking could be absolutely ridiculous but i had heard something that basically was laughter is um is like it's evolutionary it's a react because what a joke is is essentially a surprise yeah. Okay, it's a surprise. So your body's reaction to a surprise is to show your teeth and make noise. Oh, I really like that too. Yeah. That's that's what I had heard, that it's actually like a fundamental like evolutionary thing where like if you're surprised, you show your teeth and make noise. And that's yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of, and it's just like kind of evolved along into what we do now. Yeah, I know. And there's no like official... Uh, like there's no like proven theory. So like okay. there's all these theories and it's so great. I, Cause it's just like 
hey, everybody, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before. I'm a science and comedy guy. So this is like <laughs> Venn diagram of Craig Clay right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a very, very good book about the theory I was talking about called Inside Jokes, uh, which I would not recommend to anybody, but recommend to everybody because it's a real dry read, but it's really interesting for that. It reads like an academic paper is its problem. Uh, but uh, if that's you, who boy, that's like that's like my catnip. um i guess another villain in this which we probably should talk about is mal herself would you consider her because she fucks up a lot for for the team like she shows up and she actually kills uh killian murphy's character oh yeah but it's not it's not her it's leo right like it's not it's Cobb. it's all Cobb. so you can't even to me with like even if you were to be like okay well she did like abandon in a sense, like she, she kind of like left her family or whatever was like, okay, I, but, um, not her fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, sorry. Not her fault. Okay. This is absolutely 100% calm, calm this nightmare. Like, I mean, if you, if you watch this movie in any different sense, you've, if you strip it away I'm trying to find my point here. I, I I don't want to like make it larger than it is, but you've okay. essentially watched a man manipulate this woman into killing herself. Yes. Like yes, he literally exactly like, what happened. like planted an idea. Okay. And, and in a world, this is important. I think, okay. I genuinely do think this is important. It's horrifying on its own. Okay. But I do think it's important to note that this hadn't been done before. That's really important information. Okay, this has never been done before. Because when they bring it up again, he's like, oh, well, you know, it didn't work or whatever. But we do end up seeing that it is, in fact, something that can be done and has been done once before because he did it. And that's why he knows that it can be done. Yeah. I'm not a lab rat, man. What the fuck is this? You can't run experiments on me. This is madness. No, and 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 I think the movie makes the distinction where it's like the first time he did it, it was kind of by accident. So he didn't he didn't set out intentionally to incept the idea of killing herself into Mal's head. It kind of happened by accident, which I'm going to be like, okay, but you you made a mistake. Something nobody's ever done before. It accidentally involves somebody getting hurt we can we can debate the the morality of that to the count you're wrong you're wrong but (laughs) but (laughs) what i will say is uh to know then know that that is the possible end result of trying to incept somebody and being so selfish in wanting to get back to, to clear your name and get back to your kids and, 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 and all the motivations that he has to then be like, yeah, but I bet we could do it on this other guy who has done <laughs> nothing. Nothing like, wrong. Mal, nothing Mal wrong. at least was at least trapped somewhere and he was trying to get her out. Right. Yeah. It's like kind of like accidentally killing somebody when you're trying to do like a jailbreak. Let's say that. Right. But this is just like, I'm just thinking I'm going to go fucking do this to a guy. <laughs> nah, I don't <laughs> know, I man. It was met. too big. 
Okay, and I agree with you. I agree with you. No, ab- under no circumstances should this have been repeated. Okay, but even the first one, man, because there's there's a level here where you just go, I shouldn't do this because this would be the first time. It's like, yeah, like sure, it, it's like a mistake on a bank robbery, but it's a mistake on a bank robbery where you decided you were going to be the first persons to try and rob a bank with a rubber fucking duck. Okay, like it just you're setting <laughs> yourself up to fail. There's no reason. <laughs> To, to to push this way. Yeah. No, you're right. And, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah, yeah, he's, to me, Cobb is, like, so evil. Not just because of what he does to his wife, okay, or because he, like, trap like, uh, him trapping, kind of trapping her, keeping her hostage, in a sense, which I don't necessarily agree with that line, because I'm like, this isn't actually... A person, this is your own mind. Like, I don't agree that you are holding this woman hostage. I believe you're holding yourself hostage to this person. Okay. And that's uh, different. I, I think when it happens in your brain, the proper way to do it is being British, as you would say. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to lock this up and yep. never address that it is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spare you down. So, even with all these problems, he's still. He still is like, I'm not going to tell my team and I'm going to bring them into an incredibly dangerous situation so me myself can go see my kids again. Okay, I'm not saying that's not a good motivation, but that's not a good motivation for a team. Yep. Yep. You're you're working for yourself, okay? You're working for yourself. You don't really care about anybody else, but otherwise you would have given them the information because at least if they know they're going into a war zone, then they know they can agree to it. You have to be able to agree. Yeah. Informed consent. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Right. Like, and, and the, the other crazy part is, uh, uh, Ken Watanabe's, uh, character who's like basically blackmailing them into to doing this because they failed mm-hmm. to get into his head, right? Yeah. Um, so first of all, we start off with them being fucking incompetent at what they do anyway. Uh, and then he blackmails them into like doing it. But Leonardo DiCaprio says in that moment that, no, I'm not going to do it. I can find other ways to get square with the people who I screwed over by failing here. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's, there's an out for these other people on the team. And he's just like, but, uh, but you mentioned inception and I incepted somebody once. So now I, need to get it back like it's it's entirely selfish and he's putting so many other people in harm's way not the not the least of which is killian murphy who has done i i cannot repeat this enough has done nothing <laughs> his father died he is uh, dr- uh roofied on an airplane uh had his mind violated yes and yeah. and convinced of some some idea it, it what they did is the equivalent of abducting him, putting him in a room and brainwashing him until he agrees to do what they say. Like, like if you're not okay with that, you're not okay with inception. Yes. 100%. Okay. A hundred percent, man. This whole, it, it honestly, there's, there's a part where if you're analyzing it the way that we do, you just step back and you go, okay, so we're like literally just watching a movie of villains. Like, we're just watching people be villainous, and they are the main character. Yep. 
You can't have a man be able to call off a murder charge from a phone, okay? That's not the hero of the movie. It's just not the hero. And if they had it sprinkled in, I would have liked, I think for this, for me to bunk kind of buy into this, I think I needed a little more... this co- this this corporation is evil. Not just one throwaway line of like, oh, they're gonna take over everything. Well, it sounds, it'll sound like it, it, that. That's what you're doing, though. <laughs> but that's literally like it's like what we we're talking about in Hitch. It's like, but you're doing the thing <laughs> that you don't want other people doing. Yeah. Well, and 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 add to that, I would say it needed a bit of a Robin Hood aspect. Right. It needed. Oh yeah. yeah it yeah, needed yeah. more of a like a if for they, the people. <laughs> if they do this, then yeah, they're gonna run you know slave camps or you know slave labor somewhere or they you know they treat kids badly or like something. Mm-hmm. They're destroying the environment or like we need to. They've stolen money from native groups. Like you know, like whatever it is, where you're like, there's and and Leonardo DiCaprio can still have his personal motivations for wanting to do it, but. We need a reason why Killian Murphy's a, a fucking jackass. And, yes, and because he's just like happen. sad. Like he's just sad the whole time. It's just like watching a man grieve, and then like, uh, <laughs> and, and, and like, yeah. He, the thing they exploit. This is the other thing is that he has a kind of troubled and complicated relationship with his father, which is. Before you even go into somebody's head to fuck with them, it's already fucking with his head. You know what I mean? Like, like he gets on that pay on that plane with head in full fucked mode, right? Father dies trying to reconcile my whole relationship, my entire adult uh, career, and what I'm going to be. All of that is going through his head from the start. And then the worst curse of all is he naps for a. 10 hours on an airplane and walk wakes up. I'm sure fucking exhausted. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, do you ever wake up and you're like, did I run a fucking marathon? Why am I still tired? Oh yeah. I don't know. That's gotta be some deep ass sleep, man. You might feel rested. (laughs) (laughs) Although it might be like one of those things where you took too many sleeping pills and you wake up in the morning. You're like, can I ever live again? (laughs) Like, I think that's what it's got to be. Yeah. Or like if you've ever had like the flu or something and you have that thing where your mind is racing all night and you keep having these really intense dreams over and over. Have you Mm -hmm. had that when you're sick? I imagine that's what being incepted feels like. Oh yeah. I had once had one, I had a fever dream where a bunch of tiny men were building a statue in my bedroom and I was convinced it was going down. (laughs) It was happening for sure. I was certain, I was certain there was a bunch of tiny little men building a statue. I, and that statue is telling you to break up your comedy empire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what they would call that for sure. That's that's what I refer to my uh, comedy career. This is my comedy empire. Hey, <laughs> life hack for anybody. You can refer to anything you do as an empire. Makes it sound <laughs> right. <laughs> no, dude, this dude, I feel honestly bad for him. Although I will say this movie really, I, all of it, I've been watching Peaky Blinders. So I'm like, this is really scratched an itch for me. This is big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, the, by the way. Hardy. 
Oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's sure. in Peaky. Yeah, he's great. And of That's course, always the, a, uh, Kelly Murphy, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will say the only role where I've been like, yes, please. <laughs> this one or Peaky? No, Peaky. Oh, Peaky for sure, man. Oh, my God. Uh, the okay, magnetism. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you because Kelly Murphy is one where I'm like, yeah. I've literally never found him attractive until Peaky Blinders. And then I was like, oh, well, there we go. That's that that was the that was the magic combination that I needed. <laughs> a lot of it's character based for me. I'm a very much a personality person. Yeah, that, that flies. That flies. <laughs> that flies. <laughs> I w- there's one other point. Uh I can't believe that this guy okay, so Cobb walks into a very well, I, I'm assuming highly regarded university and says, Give me your brightest student. <laughs> I want them for a life of crime. <laughs> a life of crime for that person, please. Give me your best. <laughs> and then like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> I can't yeah, what's one more life to ruin? I mean, whatever. I was uh, so blown away because clearly his dad is like, you're, this isn't the life you should be living. You're, this is madness. Like, got his kids, wife is looking after the wife. kids. Like, it's... It's a lot. And this guy walks in and is like, give me your best. <laughs> and, and I just, I was blown away by how smoothly that went for him. Yeah. Um, I love the idea that Elliot Page is not the best. Yeah. They're just the best that he was willing to give up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're about fourth or fifth in the class. Mm-hmm, Competent, mm-hmm. but I'm not giving you my best grad student. <laughs> Fucking nuts, I, I'm dude. Giving, I'm giving you the top 10 grad student who won't immediately turn their back when you say, what we're doing isn't technically legal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, it, it, it's the addiction that gets them. It's, yeah. it's really... Yeah, you get them in, you give them a taste. <laughs> okay, you give them a little taste of something you know they're really, really gonna like, and then they come back for more. Yeah, I'm the, the hero one. of this movie. <laughs> Don't forget. Free. <laughs> yes, like I <laughs> excuse me, what? <laughs> Well, that's that's the other thing. There, there, there is a point in this movie where they go and clearly demonstrate that people are addicted to this. Yes, where there's all this room full of people who are just mm-hmm. living their lives in a dream state because they don't want to deal with reality anymore. Although valid. Okay. Straight. Okay. I I, want to, I'm going to check into that one because like that was like very clearly a community of people that were older. Okay. A little more advanced in years. Body. If I get to like 60 and I'm like, you know what? Like my knees can't hold me up anymore. I hurt. Then yeah, absolutely. Do that. Yeah. I'm going to go like, downhill skiing in the mm. 68 Olympics again because like my knees are shit and now yeah. I'm gonna like I can Why be not? young and whatever yeah and like getting an extra like 40 years of life it's not it's not let's put it this way it'd be a good way to go mm-hmm. like you just oh, put me on you put me under for that and just like let me kind of dream away not if, not too shabby if we can hold on long enough I think we're gonna get that it's gonna be VR city man you're not gonna get it the way they get it but it's mm, I think it's gonna get better yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll see. Uh, anything else you want to mention? No, no. Yeah, I think I just... think very clearly we are watching a movie of villains. <laughs> one main villain being Cobb, and anybody that's in his way. Yeah, everybody yeah. is. Everyone anybody is. in his way is completely defensible. Anybody that does anything wrong in his eyes generally is right. Like, oh, don't come into my dream. Bitch, yes, yes, absolutely I need to come into your dream because you won't tell me what's wrong, okay? And I'm going on a life-or-death mission with you, so maybe let's just check this out real quick. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's time for our uh, ranking of the villain, the definitive ranking of how good the villains were. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a... Uh, I, I'm doing uh, Killian Murphy. Um, uh, and I did him on the... Uh, Christopher Nolan movies as buttons on a stereo scale. So once again, that is Christopher Nolan movies as buttons on a stereo. Uh, So on a scale of from interstellar as fast forward, right? Because they go forward in time very fast in that one to uh, Tenet being rewind because everything (laughs) goes backwards in Tenet. Uh, I'm going to give Killian Murphy's character a memento as this shuffle button. Because uh, you don't hit shuffle on another man's stereo. Because uh, there's something on that playlist he ain't too proud of. And that's his goddamn right. <laughs> and you have no business being intruding or, or hearing what he doesn't want you to hear. That's my... That's my... Uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um... I'm ranking just the mind, just mm. just the mind attacking the virus. Uh, and I've got a ranking of just dreams, general dreams uh, that you can have. So from a daydream to a night terror, I am going to uh, give them a lucid dream. The best dream you can have. You should be in control. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Get those people. <laughs> They're not supposed to be there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh. And now we are going to tell you how to contact us as always. Hey, it's your favorite part of this podcast. How to get in touch with us. Everybody you- <laughs> loves it when we read the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you want to get at us, you can get at us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. That is probably where we were most active. Uh, Villain was right on Facebook. Uh, Villain was uh, Villain was right at gmail.com. If you want to just slide in and get something real personal to us, no problem. Email us. We love that. Uh, and as always, if you haven't left us a review before, please, please leave us a review. It helps us out so much. It's absolutely free, and we love you forever. So please do that. And uh, there's a couple other ways you can help us out. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you like the podcast and you want to uh, support us financially, if you're able to and, and willing, oh my God, we appreciate it so much. So we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. And we have all kinds of different tiers with all sorts of different award levels. Um, a, a big one, our highest tier, our Gollum level, $7 a month. And we do two bonus episodes every month. There's a Craig pick and there's a Rebecca pick. And we talk about uh, movies that we can't talk about on this podcast because the villain isn't necessarily right or it's just a movie that we find really interesting or a villain we find really interesting. Uh, and it's real loose. It's real fun. Uh, we also have um, we also have uh, 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 audience choice episodes. If you've been listening for a while, you know that once a month we put up a, a poll for our patrons to vote on what movie they want us to cover. Um, and we've got that coming up uh, next week, actually, for this one. And uh, yeah, so if you guys have that, and once again, it's patreon.com slash the villain was right. And uh, if, if you really like wearing us, 
Guys, we also have merch now. We're also uh, on TeePublic. So you can check out vwstore.fromsuperheroes.com. That's vwstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And you can put a whole bunch of, you can put our logo on a mug, phone case, whatever it is, stickers. Uh, go there, check it out. And if you can't find anything in our store that you like, uh, browse around because uh, TeePublic's got a lot of really cool villain designs and a lot of uh, really cool uh, other designs and stuff like that. So check that out. And now. It is time for our heroes and villains of the week. So I have a hero this week. Yay! And, uh, yeah! Uh, Positivity! Great. Positivity. I'm, I'm two heroes in a row. This has got to be a, a record for it. <laughs> uh, but actually, uh, 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 over the holidays, um, we had a listener uh, who reached out to us. Uh, our listener, Madison. I, I'm going to use their first name. Uh, and uh, they sent us... A fan, the villain was right drinking game, uh, which is just, I feel very seen by this. Uh, <laughs> they, they nailed us. Absolutely. Uh, so, so these are the rules of the villain was right, uh, drinking game, which is, uh, the villain was right drinking game, the game where we listen to the podcast from Craig and Rebecca's <laughs> perspective and dare to ask, are they really all that drunk? So you <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so you t- you take a sip when uh, Rebecca swears. <laughs> oh, yo, you're gonna get yeah. so drunk. That's I not know. even fair. When a fact about a movie is mentioned, uh, behind the scenes stuff, <laughs> right <that's>... or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Two, if it's a wrong fact, <laughs> if yeah. we picked yeah. it up off of IMDb and it and is it, just incorrect. <laughs> is that right? And the example that they gave was uh, behind the scenes stuff. Slash the sexual maturation of lions for our, <laughs> for our Lion King episode. Uh, that was a hit. People, like, that was a good episode. This one, this one's gonna get you in a lot of trouble right now. Is when somebody laughs. Uh, oh, a celebrity's, a celebrity's name is mentioned, uh, right or wrong, I assume. Oh, <laughs> if it's um, right, you you won't even sit it. Yeah, when somebody says villain. Uh, yes, that includes heroes and villains of the week. So that's a few throughout it. There's a couple times that are intro. Wasted. Uh, and when Rebecca has a hero of the week and when Craig has a hero of the week. And those are the sips. And now here's the shots. No! No way! Take a shot when Craig swears. Uh, <laughs> when raccoons are mentioned in any context. Uh, when when they go off topic of the movie or TV series they are discussing, uh, when Craig sciences us is another one. Uh, when Rebecca refers to something as a classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I do do that. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Like this is this is sometimes this is these fun. things are like so telling because that's I what, don't know my own. <laughs> Exactly. That that's why I love this so much. I was like, "Oh, you listen to this podcast." Uh, when Craig and Rebecca disagree on a plot point, when or not something happened, or even, or I, I mean, I'm going to include whether or not we watched the same movie in that. Oh, one too. that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when Rebecca has a villain of the week, and when Craig has a villain of the week, which I think is most of the time. Um, so that yeah. is. I will. I will slight disclaimer uh, on that. that. This is absolutely great, Madison. Thank you for sending us. 
obviously drink responsibly. Never feel a pressure to drink. Uh, if you are playing with these games and you feel like you've had enough, you can, of course, stop. There's no problem. Don't drink and drive. No. Uh, drink within your limits. All the or do it with fruit punch. That's fun, too. Fruit punch, water, <laughs> whatever you're saying is. Don't use this as, a, as an excuse for pressure <laughs> over drink. But if this sounds like fun, uh, <laughs> d- 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 you know, do it. Let us know how it goes. Uh, and if not, just appreciate it for the, the, the fucking accuracy of... <laughs> what that is so thank you madison uh you're my hero of the week that's uh, that's great <laughs> that's really nice <laughs> oh my god i can't play that right now i'm gonna I, w- I i would die i would just die um i've got a pretty like i've got like um like hero villain like there's there's a hero and there's a villain there's a hero there's a villain i had to so recently uh pandemic times I had one of my fillings pop out. I had a filling fall out of my head (laughs) and I was very, and it just happened. I was just brushing my teeth Um, and it fell out. I thought it was like a piece of popcorn to be honest with you. I just spit it out. I was like, what what was that? Might've been launched in there for a little bit. And then I was like, oh no, my, my head hurt. Like my, my mouth hurts. This isn't good. What is this? Look. Oh yeah. There's definitely a hole in my tooth. Right. And I haven't gone to the dentist since the pandemic hit because why (laughs) there's no, you know what I mean? Like I understand that like, there's a lot of dentists out there that would be like, Oh, you gotta get the regular cleaning no matter what. I'm like, I think that I think we can skip it this year. Um, but this was so bad that I was like, I'm like really in a lot of pain here. I gotta, like, I gotta go get this taken care of. I have to, like, there's no way now. Luckily hero part of the story. Um, um, I had a friend hook me up. I got in like the next day. Like I literally, I got in the dentist chair the next day. I was like, this is so nice. Plus like, honestly, you know, I hadn't been to the dentist for probably, well, you know what I said because of the pandemic? Probably like two years. I haven't been to the dentist for like two years. I was like, you know what? Probably good to get a cleaning too. Why not get the whole thing done? Uh, it was fine. We were fine. Um, but I will say that firstly, going to the dentist is so fucking weird. Like, I don't know if any of you guys have been to the dentist recently. It is, to me, I keep saying it, it seems, it feels like what the 80s thought now was going to be like, do you know what I mean? Like it's a bunch of like computers with tarps thrown over it. Like, do you, do you understand the sense that I'm trying to give here? Like yeah, I would just no, walk I, through. I, yeah, I visualize it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's just like, there's tech everywhere, but it seems like society's crumbling. Like, like they literally, <laughs> like they had, oh, they God, had like living in an eighties sci-fi dystopia. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Like they had like literal, like temporary drywall up to like separate rooms in certain ways and stuff like that. And this is like in a, fancy ass like Toronto downtown like financial district building right so it's like so weird you're like walking through these tarps and shit that are closing the doors and what have you it's very odd anyway I'm getting uh I obviously I gotta get a cleaning before I get the rest of this stuff done because you don't want to well you just have to like it just has to be done you can't like be filling in a dirty mouth it's not gonna go good later (laughs) like so This lady's cleaning my teeth. Her hands are in my mouth, okay? <laughs> and she goes, um, so tell me. She's like, and this is like right before Christmas. This is like, I don't know, like a few days before Christmas. She goes, so tell me, are you going to be good or are you going to be bad? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you know, like for Christmas, are you going to be good or are you going to be bad? And I was like, um... 
I think good. I don't know. And she goes, well, no, like, are you going to go see your family or da, 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 da. And I was like, no girl, we're going to be good. <laughs> like we're going to be good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And she goes, oh me. And, and then I stop. Right. Cause she's her hands are in my mouth and she's like, I'm going to be bad. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> while her hands are in my mouth. And she's like, yeah. So like, I'm going to go see. Um, so basically what my boyfriend and I are doing is we're going to have both of our sets of parents over. And I was like, you work in a dental office. Your hands are in my mouth. I'm not wearing a mask right now. You see people like this every single day. Now I know, okay, now I know there are systems in place and they do certain things. Everything was disposable. Anytime I'd spit something out, it would be in a disposable container. We'd throw it away, whatever. Like everything was really regulated, but it doesn't matter how much you regulate this. Your hands are in my mouth. <laughs> this isn't like, I loved how she worded it. Like she was going to get a lump of coal or something. I was like, this isn't like you, you, they should put you on a list, but not the one you want. Like, this isn't like, yeah. am I naughty or am I nice? It's like, no, like you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> Don't do this. Stop talking about how bad you're going to be and fill my dirty mouth. <laughs> yes. Uh, clean my dirty, dirty mouth out and stop this. <laughs> I was so upset. <laughs> anyway, I got it filled. The, the dentist was very nice. She was very fast. I got it filled in. I was super pumped. It's, it's even better than before. Um, but my God, that woman is a definite villain because I was like, you can't. <laughs> Also, I'm sorry, and I, uh, I'm i sure there are people that have broken the rules that are my friends, that are, you know what I mean? I've even stepped, you know what I mean? We all, we've all taken a toe out of line, certainly, okay? I haven't followed every single rule. But I'm a stranger to you, man. <laughs> if you're telling me this, what are you doing, <laughs> actually? <laughs> how, how far does this go? Anyway, so I guess she's a villain. The dentist was a hero for fixing my mouth, and I'm kind of a villain because I can't stop grinding my teeth, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it popped out. She was like, "Are you? have you been upset lately? Because um, this one normally pops out. I'm like, yeah, a bit, actually. I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on. I don't, know. I don't on. know what would be on my mind. That, I don't know. <laughs> Something happening in your life? What's going on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Anyway, we're all fixed up, but then, and, and I'm good. fine. I, enough time has passed that I did not, like, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have any symptoms from going to the dentist, but crazy how loosey goosey some people are Crazy, really out there and really looking for support from other people. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I said it very cheerily, but I, uh, she did not, she did not feel my support. I'll assure you of that. Anyway, um, I guess I, we've hit it. Where can people find you, Craig? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Craig Fay Comedy, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, uh, also Craig Fay Comedy on YouTube as well. Uh, I will just quickly mention on previous episodes, I said check out my YouTube uh, for uh, Villain Was Right stuff. And we now have moved to uh, uh, its, its own Villain Was Right thing. So uh, check out the links in our bios and stuff like that. And please subscribe to the new uh, Villain Was Right YouTube. That's where the... Uh, that's where all the uh, new clips and stuff are going to be. So I'll just mention that quickly. Sick. I, I'm learning this for the very first time right now. That's great. Um, <laughs> if you listen to last week's to. episode, this is all because of vitamin D, baby. I guess <laughs> <Yeah. it's done. laughs> 
Uh, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on uh, Twitter um, or, fa- or Facebook, I guess, if you want. Instagram. I also have a website, RebeccaReads.com, but that is obviously not very active because I don't have any shows. Uh, this is this is you guys are my whole world. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm not on the inside. Anyway, um, next week, guys, we've got a very special episode. We're doing audience choice episode, and we did a redemption round this time. Very special. We took everybody that had the closest second place, our top three closest second place from last year. Um, and this is what one out. We're doing Toy Story 2. I'm so pumped. Love a good Toy Story. Uh, we're covering that next week. Um, and that's been us from The Villain Was Right, reminding you to frequently spin your top. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>